You're listening to Gospel Theory, a Call to Learn audio podcast. For more information about Call to Learn, visit calledtolearn.com. That's calledtolearn.com. Thank you for listening. Hi, and welcome to Gospel Theory, where we find the truth of Jesus Christ amidst all the rumors, the myths, and the incorrect definitions. So today's podcast is all about keeping the commandments, or what does it mean to keep the commandments? Isaac, this is my question for you. Uh, What does it mean to keep the commandments? Uh, Endure to the end. Um, That sounds like a very competent answer. Way to go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Keep doing... Well, what the Lord asks us to do, right? Keep doing what the Lord asks you to do. Okay, what does keep doing what the Lord asks you to do mean? Uh, to build up his gospel, to... Oh, I don't know. You know what the commandments are, right? Yeah, there's a list of them. There's about ten of them. And no. then there's more. Yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot more. <laughs> yeah, and then you know, just uh, follow the commandments and obey them. Yeah. So maybe this is a little tangent away from this, but how many commandments are is the world living right now? The America. How does how as many is America living? Probably. I mean, the Ten Commandments are always in our, I mean, there are, there's a reason why that they're in our institutions, because the Bill of Rights was based off of the commandments. Okay. Right? So and how many so, are we currently living? Technically, we should be living all of them. But currently, as a society, I would say not even one. Not even one. Thou shalt not murder. Kill. Uh, well, I mean, it's not like we're robbing and plundering but uh yeah when it comes to abortion yeah okay and the riots yeah and you know so we're coming close to not living that however we still do have a law that says you don't care. yeah so technically yeah we have a law that that basically backs all of them up but no, do we follow we them? don't have a law for backs them all up right thou shalt not commit adultery right, right? Yeah, that is not true. a law at all right that's true. Have any gods before me? That is not a law. Mm-hmm. Keep the Sabbath day holy. Not a law. Honor thy father and thy mother. Not even close to having a law, <laughs> right? Right. So there, we have a lot of them. We don't have laws for, or even punishments for. None of them. I mean, for many of them, we don't. But we have for two of them. Mm-hmm. Thou shalt not steal, and thou shalt not kill. I would say those are the most important. Well. I mean, if I don't know. Applications but... would they be the most important for well, yeah, proxy? Yeah, proxy? yeah, again, yeah, I don't it's know. Just a proxy, right? Yeah, technically, you're right. Yeah, so we have laws for them, and we will be punished if we break those laws. But for the other eight, we have no laws, so we easily break them, and we are on it often, all, daily. Yeah, basis. it's true. Our our country does not live. They, our country as a whole only lives two of those commandments. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, there was a conference talk about three, 
well, maybe five years ago now by Robert D. Hills that we talked about the commandments we are living and not living. It was really fascinating. Yeah. So highly recommend that talk. All right. So, but let's talk about what does it mean to keep the commandments? So look at that in our church. Do we keep all of those commandments within the church? Do we have rules and regulations and punishments for those? Yeah, for every single one of them. Yeah. Yeah, because if we to get into the temple, right, we have to answer certain questions. And those yes. questions all have to do with the Ten Commandments plus more. Yep. Yeah. So, um, you know, worship me as your only God. That's that's number one. That's the number one question. So, and do you being believe honest in, in your business deeds yep, and, and all the things. Yeah, do you believe in your, Christ and you yep. take him as your Lord and Savior? Mm -hmm. yeah. Families all have to be there. Being honest has to be there. So, yes. So we do. We do have mm -hmm. rules and regulations for that. So what does it mean to keep? What do you think the word keep means in keep the commandments? Yeah. Okay. Now I'm noticing something. Okay. We don't say obey the commandments. We don't. We don't say follow the commandments. We say keep the commandments. Yes. Good observation. Which I guess would mean... To protect, right? Do you know that 100% for sure? It's pretty close. I mean, that's what uh, keeping something means to protect. It's the keep. It's protecting. So, you know. so, so before this preparation for this podcast, did you say that keep means to protect? I don't keep think so. Keep means to mean like, it's mine. I'm keeping it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's my possession. I'm going to keep it. It's mine. But it has to do with safety too, doesn't it? I okay. mean. Keeping that, it safe. Keeping yeah, it if you're looking you. at a, a castle, <laughs> right? You've got the keep. Oh, good. Right? Yeah. I remember yeah. the report of castles you made when you were little. Yeah, well, like eight. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's a keep inside of the middle of the castle, yes, right? What did the, the keep do? It's to protect the king and to protect... Yeah, uh, it's yeah. a second protection. Yeah. Uh, right? uh, there was the wall. There's the moat. Mm -hmm. There's the wall. Yeah, there's, and then there's the keep. there's all these other protections. But it's the last and final protection. Yeah. Yes. Good. Good. So that's where you got the word protection then from. Yeah, I did. Awesome, yeah. awesome. So yeah, that's exactly where that word keep from that la the castle because it's the last protection. It's our final um, effort to be protected away from our enemy. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So if we were to keep the commandments then, how would you define keep now in keeping the commandments? Well, that means to protect it. To guard it, to... Why would you guard and protect commandments? No idea. And how would you even do that? Yeah, how would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> how do you keep and protect the commandments? I mean, those are... I mean, the commandments are, are a to-do, you know, an action. Okay, why? So how do you... Why? How... Why are they given as actions? Why are they given as a to-do list? Why would God give us a to-do list? Because, well, I know that these commandments have to do with, you know, progressing the family, which means to progress the, because if you're killing, then, you know, you're, there's no more, if you, everyone just dies, you can't produce more people, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so a lot of it has to do with uh, people, um, but uh and the family, but it also helps it so that way we can progress. It makes us happier, really. <gasps> Keyword, my favorite word. For whenever I think of commandments, I think of this. 
Commandments are guidelines to happiness. I love that. Yep, they are. Commandments are guidelines to happiness. Because, yeah, it might be frustrating at first to follow. It might be difficult. Mm -hmm. But uh, after a while, you'll realize the blessing of, wow, you'll realize the blessings of not drinking and not being frivolous with your money. You'll realize the blessings of not committing adultery and that hardship and the family, the, the pressure that it puts on the family. Mm -hmm. And you'll realize the, the blessings of keeping the law of chastity um, and, and not fornicating. And it's, it's definitely, I've seen it a blessing of my, in my marriage, how it has been a blessing for both of us that we've, we've not partaken into those things before marriage. Would you say that that has brought you more happiness? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's not like, and I don't want to condemn people who don't. Like sometimes it's, you know, sometimes you make stupid mistakes and, you know, you can have, you can repent and it can be like, it can be just like as if you never had, um, you know, you never had fornicated. It would have been just like that if you would fully embrace the, the, if you fully embrace the gospel and you fully embrace his atonement, right, atonement and repent, mm -hmm. then it would be like that you hadn't committed yeah. that sin, right? Yes. So I want to make that clear because just because you don't have sex before marriage doesn't make you a bad person. And, you know, and we all make mistakes. It's just there has been blessings because I didn't have to, you know, I didn't have to worry about that in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yep. So keeping... The commandments, which are guidelines to happiness, mm -hmm. we're protecting a secret document that has the secret to happiness in it. That seems kind of silly because we're not really doing that. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. I mean, it's kind of out in the open now. The okay, scriptures it's not, and it's, it's not secret, but it is a secret. It's a secret that's very open. Would you not say that? Everybody knows about the Ten Commandments, and some people can name the Ten Commandments. Yeah. We're only living eight of them as a community and as a, as a culture. But nobody knows that they're guidelines to happiness. No, I mean, it Very is... Very few people are keeping all ten of them. Those that are, are living happy lives. Yeah. Very happy. Out in the open, but nobody knows about it. Yeah. Okay, no, I, that makes sense. Okay, okay. it's quite sec it's a secret. It's an open secret. Yep, it's a formula mm -hmm. that is open and there if people will embrace it. Yeah, and that's what it means to protect them. Mm -hmm. We're protecting this guideline for a happy life. We're yeah. not going to let it get fallen and lost. That's that's what it means to protect. Don't let it get lost. Don't ah, forget it. Okay. Watch over it, observe it, defend it, be the gatekeeper, right? So the word for uh, keep in Hebrew is shamar. Okay. Okay. And shamar means directly to keep, to watch, to preserve, to guard, to beware, to protect, to take care of, to observe, to defend, to be the gatekeeper, to wait upon it and to perform it perform it that's cool yeah so it basically means practicing it right? yes and showing it to others yes, yes, that's good yes 
And that's what we don't know. When we say the word keep the commandments, we're like, oh, yeah, that's just an, that's yeah, a phrase obey that we the commandments. close our ears and we don't yeah. hear anymore. <laughs> right? For because sure. keep the commandments, we don't know what it really means. It means to protect. So let's go through some scriptures. Okay. Okay. So uh, if we're going to guard this sacred document that teaches us how to be of a happy life, Let's look at some um, scriptures that God has given us through in the book of Genesis. He said of Eden, the Garden of Eden, dress it and keep it. Dress it. What Knowing does it mean to Hebrew dress? Knowing the Hebrew word, right? Dress yeah. just means to... Um, prepare? To prepare, to, to make it, to make it look nice, to oh, okay. do, um, what's that, gardening on it, you know. Yeah, that like makes that. sense. So what, so keep the Garden of Eden. What did that, what would that mean to you? Now that you know the definition. Well, hold it sacred. Keep it um, close in your heart. And don't, it's not not let people know about it, but. No, think about you're in the Garden of Eden. Okay. And you're just Adam and Eve by yourselves in the Garden of Eden. And they told, and Heavenly Father says, keep this garden. Mm, prepare it? I don't know. Take care of it. Don't waste it, right? Yeah. I think of the Native Americans and how they always took care of nature. Right, yeah. Right? They're always caring for the trees. They're caring for the thing. They don't let their footprints be seen. And, and just it's keeping, it's protecting the nature that it's in. That makes sense. Protecting the animals, loving them, defending them. Okay? All right, here's another one. Am I my brother's keeper? Uh, no. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not in charge of other people's happiness. We're not in charge. We can only be in charge of ourselves and our own soul. Okay. Here's a teaching moment for you. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> so God asks Cain. Yeah. Where is Abel? And Cain says, I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? And God says, yes, you are your brother's keeper. Are we responsible for the crew on the cruise ship? Yeah, just like in the last podcast. Yeah. Yeah, we. Yeah, you would be, wouldn't you? Yeah. You'd As have a some staff sort of some... member. You are in charge of those people. Yeah, the vacationers. As members of the gospel of Jesus Christ, we are responsible for the people of this ship, the people of this life that we're around every day. So we are their keepers. Okay. Okay. But I'm so, not responsible for their, I mean, I can do what I can. You can't make but, them make their choices and make yeah, their choices. Yeah. But you're responsible to keep them safe, to to help guide them if they're ready, to be yeah. there, to let them know that you're there for them when, they're, when they get there, right? All right. of that kind of stuff. You are responsible. So you are a keeper. But knowing the new word of keeper and knew the new definition of keep, think about the statement now. Am I my brother's keeper? Do I take care of them? Do I love him? Yeah. Do you love the people that are being your enemies? I mean, it's not easy, but... Do you watch over them even though they don't want to have anything to do with you? Do you pray for them? I try to. I really do. Like, for me, myself personally, but... So you are you saying that it is our responsibility to do so as yes, members of the church? I am. Is that why God says, I will forgive whom I will forgive? But as for you, you will forgive everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Because you are the keeper. Yes. And I, and 
it's just funny to me because for me, I've always had felt that responsibility to, as the oldest, I've had a responsibility to the family. Like I've played my role and I've, and I've damaged my role and I haven't done well in the past. And I have kept, you know, at times I've kept the family together and at times I've torn them apart, you know? And I've also felt this responsibility as a life coach doing my business I've have felt the responsibility to help others because I have been so blessed. Yeah. Blessed with the knowledge of of how to overcome depression and anxiety and blessed with the knowledge of of the gospel and how I tie that into my business and how I can I almost I I do have that I do feel that responsibility within me. I, but I never thought of it as keeping the commandments. That's really awesome. It's, well, it's even more. It's your brother. You're being your brother's keeper. Yeah. You're not telling him what to do, but you were there to guide him when he's ready. Yes. That's what keeping your brother means. That makes sense. Okay. All right. So here's another one. It's Genesis 18. After him, they shall keep the way. Keep the way. The, the Keep the map? Yeah. Keep the map. Keep the, the path. The keep path. The, the, the way. Path. Yeah. Keep the way. What did it mean to keep the path? Stick to it, guard it, protect it. Mm-hmm. So, in if you're if you're on a pathway up to up to like a walkway, right, and you okay. never walk on it, is the path going to go away? Yeah, eventually it will. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. The grass, the rocks, the trees, whatever, will grow there, and you will no longer have a path. But to keep the path would mean you walk the path, make sure there's no rocks on, make sure that it stays flat. Make sure the path stays open. I mean, I know that's how we do it in the self-development world. We tell how to train our brains to think more positively by saying positive affirmations. By And, they, and a lot of people, and including myself, liken it to a path. Like you keep walking it, keep walking it, keep walking it. And eventually and it becomes... pathways become a Becomes path. change, yeah. right? Just like a river, when you eventually like cut out the land or cut out the earth and till it and move it aside it eventually will flow the easy what's mm-hmm. easiest right yeah. eventually yeah. it'll do that but it takes becomes a riverbed yeah yeah so yeah okay exactly so in um alma 12 32 is probably a most beautiful comforting scripture if okay. you know what it says he said god gave them the commandments which, by the way, are orthopraxies or applications, right? Yes. After he taught them the plan of redemption. Why was that important to be after? Why? You think about that. Why would he teach them the plan of salvation, the doctrine, the orthodoxy, before he taught them the application? because the doctrine is technically, I don't know. I feel like if you know the doctrine, the commandments kind of come naturally. So that's... Okay, but don't you... So when you're building a building, right? And the planner comes in and he says, okay, this is how the building's going to look. It's going to be this big. It's going to... Or your house, okay? You're going to have this many houses. You're going to have this many bedrooms, this many... The kitchen and the kitchenette over here. And you're going to... And you see the big picture. Mm-hmm. 
And now we're going to get down and we're going to, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to level the ground. We're going to big, dig a big hole. We're going to pour the foundation. These are the applications to building this big tower. Yes. Or this big house. Okay. So is it important to teach your friends, your family, everybody else, the big picture, the plan of salvation, and then give them the applications? That's yes. what God's doing, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that's absolutely what He doesn't say, all right, well, just because you're my son, you're going to have to do the dishes every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and you have to cook dinners in this one, and you have to do this many chores, and you have to do that. And if you don't show the kid the plan, the whole thing, this as a family. The reason business, why you do, exactly. are doing what are you doing? The yet? orthodoxies, the doctrines are the why. If you teach them the why first, then teach them the application or the how. Don't just give them a bunch of hows because then it's just a checklist of things that they have to do until yep. they leave the house, right? You have to, you give them the whole picture. Why do we work together as a family? What's our big purpose in being a family? Why do we work with God? Then you can say, okay, and because you're a part of this family, there are a few chores that all of us need to do to make this family run better. And see how it makes her life easier when you do your chores and when yeah. you she does your her chores. And she makes your life easier when she does hers. Yes. Yeah, yeah no, see, yeah, to me, I, I know growing up for me, I always asked asked why. Yes, you did. And it was, and it probably got annoying. Yes, but it, it did. <laughs> but as kids, it makes sense. You know, you can't just say, do as I say, not as I do, or... That, that word bugs the crap out of me. And then also uh, that the phrase. And then also the other phrase, well, why? Why do I have to do this? Well, because I asked you or because I told you, because one I'm the, the parent. the answers in the world. Because I said so. Because I said so. That's the one. <laughs> but it doesn't but it doesn't work. Like, no, that's not doesn't. a good enough reason. Like, yes, they're an authority figure, that's but who cares? That's teaching you how not to have questions anymore. Yeah. My questions are not worth it anymore. I will stop asking stop questions. Stop asking questions. And let's do a whole new podcast on questions because that is such a big yep. thing. And I will definitely want to share that quote from Thomas Jefferson. You know, question everything boldly, even the very existence of God. Yeah. Right? Because it, we, we want you guys to ask questions. It's important because then you'll and not seek better stop knowledge. And others from asking questions. Yes. That's really important. Okay, so that's why we're get, even here, right? I'm asking you enough questions to get you thinking about what yep. the word keep means and why it's important to teach the doctrine, the, the plan of salvation, before I teach you how to keep the commandments. Yep. Yeah. So right now we're focused on so much on the application, even within the church, that even outside of the church, they're, they're both not even living the commandments or not even living the house because they don't understand the plan of salvation. Yes. They don't understand God's big picture. They don't understand that God loves all of his children. They don't even understand that God loves them. Yeah. So how can we tell them, well, now you have to keep the Sabbath day holy. Well, why? When they don't understand that God loves them. Yeah. Okay. That totally makes sense. So we, as members of the church, need to be keepers of the commandment, protectors of the plan of salvation and the way to become happy. So that we can get other people that want to do the same thing. Pretty cool. Yes. So let's be keepers. Yes. Let's be keepers let's of the commandments. Make a keep. 
right? Yeah. Make a keep. Be the last protection to the commandments, to the temple. We are keepers of the temple. And I know we didn't get there today, but maybe we can do it another time of how important it was to be as members of the church. We are keepers of the temple. Yeah. And that's so important to remember. So get out there. Become keepers. Become watchmen. Become the waiters of the world. And be that last protection against the the full commandments, the orthodoxy, the orthopraxies, the applications, and the doctrines of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And live them. Protect them. Perform them. Thank you. This has been Gospel Theory, a Call to Learn audio podcast. For more podcasts like this, visit our website at calledtolearn.com forward slash podcast.